Hello and welcome to A Pod of Whales from our podcast studios, graciously brought to us by our Education Foundation, which provided us an awesome grant to set this studio up. I'm Mr. Kressel. And I'm Mr. Wood. We're here today to introduce our podcast and talk a little bit about the segments, and then we'll get out of the way and let the students shine. Today we're going to hear three five-minute segments written, recorded, and edited by our fifth grade students. We're going to hear an imaginative interview with a pencil. Cats versus dogs. And we're going to wrap things up with a detailed review of a very challenging Lego set. In this season, we'll have only fifth graders as we piloted this uh, opportunity with all fifth grade students. We hope that you enjoy A Pot of Whales. Sit back, listen, and enjoy. Welcome to the Three Amigos Talk Show. Today we will be interviewing Tom the Pencil, a very sharp fellow. Hi, I'm Tom. Well, hello Tom. Today we are going to be asking the questions of the life of a pencil. Is that okay? Sure. First question, what is it like going through a pencil sharpener? Yeah, that is like the weirdest feeling. It is if like your skin is like being peeled off. <laughs> it really is like something. You know, to be honest, it feels like almost like. Um, uh, okay, um, sorry to interrupt. Uh, now, who was the worst person you have ever been used by? Oh, yeah, that's a no brainer. Nike. Yeah, you know, he would always uh, like. Uh, why was his name Nike? Oh, because it, it said Nike on his shirt. Like, yeah, like on a chest. It was almost like a name tag. So his na name was Nike. Oh, carry on with your story. Yeah, so as I was saying, he bit my feet. Like, who? Like, he literally bit my feet off. Like, he bit me in general. Like, he threw me across the room and even stepped on me. Like, come on, man, that hurt. Like, pencils have feelings, too. Yeah, um, okay. How does it feel for your work to be erased? I feel almost, like, wasteful. You know, you feel like a bag of, like, well, a bag of trash. Like, all that work and erased into, like, nothing. Um, yeah, okay. So, how does it feel to be dull? Oh, man, that's, like, the worst feeling ever. You feel like you're, like, short, puny, weak, and all the Sherpa fellows are, like, stronger. And, like, it's just, yeah, it's, like, it's, like, it's horrible. Yeah, um, so do you ever get lonely inside your desk? Well, um, I got Jimmy. What? I have Jimmy. And who exactly is that? Oh, <laughs> He is the folder. Okay. Yeah, Jimmy is great. He keeps me up even when I am dull. Um, so now to wrap it up, what is the best thing you've ever written or drew? Ah, uh, that's hard. There's so many options. Um, there's that one time when I wrote that and the other time when I wrote that other thing. Oh, I remember the best thing I ever drew was when I drew Nike stepping on me. But then he slipped and fell. It was like the best thing that ever happened. Cool. Um, okay, thanks, Tom, for coming in here and staying sharp. Yeah, thanks for having me, totally. Thanks for listening to Tom the Pencil. Wait, the show's over already? Yes, Tom, yes it is. 
。哦、oh, ，OK。Welcome back to the Three Amigos Talk Show. Today we will be interviewing Jimmy the Folder. As you heard in the last episode, we will be asking some questions about the life of a folder. Is that okay, Jimmy? Yeah, sure. I don't care. All right. First question: How does it feel to be stuffed with papers? I feel really full, like not hungry, like I can't eat anymore. It sometimes feels good, but other times they just pack me. Like I feel like I'll like like explode, like like a balloon, you know? Yeah. Um. Okay. What is it like to be around your friend Tom? Tom. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Tom. You know your your best friend, Tom the pencil. Oh. <clears throat> yeah. That guy. Um. About him. He, how do I put this? He got snapped by Nike. Then the humans had to throw him out. Oh God. Yeah. It gets really brutal in Nike's desk. <laughs> okay. Oh. Keeping the subject on Nike, what does he do to you? I will never speak of him or what he does inside of that desk.、Uh, Okie dokie. Now to change up the subject, what does it feel like to be empty? It is amazing. You feel super thin, like you can fit in even the smallest desk. Yeah. Do you like it when your papers are organized? Oh yeah, that's awesome. I feel like Dwayne Johnson. Like I feel so like strong and like yeah, it's great. All right. Okay. Thank you so much for coming, Jimmy. It's fine. Thanks for having me. Well, that wraps up Three Amigos Talk Show Episode One. This just in, folks. Cox vs. Dogs podcast is on soon. Tune into a part of Wales. Hi, I'm Hadley. Welcome to our podcast. Today we will be talking about whether cats or dogs are better pets. Hi, I'm Haley, and I'm Team Cat. Hi, I'm Carrie, and I'm Team Dog. Hi, I'm Ty, and I am also Team Cat. Let's start with Carrie's argument. I believe that dogs are better than cats because dogs can help blind people. They are highly intelligent animals. They can also help guide blind people across the road and even saves lives. They also make great companions. I agree with you. Now for Haley. I disagree with Carrie that dogs are the best pets because if you have a mice or rat problem, cats have flexible bodies and teeth adapted for hunting small animals like mice and rats. Wow, that was a very detailed argument. Let's see what Ty has to say. I agree with Haley that cats can get rid of rat and mice infestations. Dogs may be more loyal, but they are more high maintenance and need more care, attention, and money than cats. What do you mean by money? I mean that they can be expensive. The annual yearly fee, according to Pets.CostHelper.com, is $500 for cats and $1,270 for dogs. You all have such good opinions about which pet is better. I didn't even think of any of that. Now back to Haley. Even hearing about Carrie's last argument does not change the fact that I think cats are better because cats are more independent. So you may not need to take care of them as much. If you don't stay at home very much, this is an excellent pet for you. Wow, you guys have such amazing arguments. It's so hard to choose between you. Carrie, it's your turn. But before Carrie's turn, I just want to say that in studies, dogs are twice as smart as cats. Also, my English Springer Spaniel is a very intelligent hunting dog, but I think cats are very kind. Now on to Carrie. 
Well, I agree with Ty and Haley, but when cats are faced with trouble, they run away. With dogs, they will stay and protect their owners and territory. Okay, Carrie, I agree with you that dogs are better than cats, but that can all change with Ty. I think Carrie's arguments are amazing. Ty, your turn now. Cats can help you heart disease. According to hillspet.com, it is shown that cats lower your stress level. Stress can give you heart disease, but with a cat, that can lower your st- chance of getting heart disease. Ty, I think that is a very good argument. Okay, Carrie, your turn again. I have proof that dogs are better than cats. Some breeds, such as the bloodhound, are helpful to the police because they have great senses of smell. The greyhound can also beat a cheetah in the race. The, the cheetah may run faster, but the greyhound has amazing endurance. Some dogs can also be ear, early warning systems for health issues. Cats shed their fur while some breeds of dogs do not, so this is helpful to people who have pet allergies. But cats have a smart method of keeping clean. They lick their fur, but dogs need washing and cats really don't. I think both of you are great, but I do have a decision. That cats and dogs are both the perfect pet for you, depending on your personality. But I think cats are the superior animal. I disagree, dogs. I have made my decision. Both of these animals are awesome. I still think cats are better. And I still think dogs are better. Don't I get my opinion in this? No! Thank you, viewers. This concludes our podcast, Cats vs. Dogs. Please tune in to A Pot of Whales soon. Thank you again for listening. This has been Hadley, Haley, Ty, and and Carrie. Thank you. Have a splendiferous day. Today we are talking about the Lego Apollo 11 moon rocket. This is set number 21309 with 1,969 pieces. And it has a five-star rating on lego.com. Here are some of its reviews. The quality of this build is really solid and flows logically as you build the three separate stages of the Saturn V rocket. I really like that you can display it in, as one massive piece or break it down in three separate stages. Another person said, Since the set was confirmed back last year, I knew straight away I needed it in my life. I had a stroke at very young age, unlike... Most, I had to build with one hand, which you can imagine can be hard at times. Lego has played a huge part in getting my coordination back and regenerating brain cells over the year. And someone else said, This set is amazing. Big, detailed, fun to build. And a great representation of an era log overdue to be awakened as the 50th anniversary nears to celebrate one of our nation's greatest achievements of landing on the moon. I bought this set myself, and I have it here. Wow, this is a really big and detailed set. And it splits into three sections just like the real thing. Miles, since you built the set, give me a one through five star rating of how hard it was to make. I'd say about four. There were some really hard parts, but if you just go slowly and carefully, you'll be fine. What was it like for you to build this? 
Building this was really fun. I was expecting it to be a little easier than it was, but I still had lots of fun making it. The texture of the inside was mesmerizing and I didn't know what to look at. Hey Miles, I have another question. How long did it take you to build this huge set? About two to three hours. Hey, all right, that finishes our questions. Now let's interview the tiny minifigure who came with the set. This here is, um, what's your name? Neil Shortstrong. Okay, Neil, what do you think about this set? It's the worst. I hate it. It's the most cramped thing in the world. No, stick to the script. Um, fine. Uh, it's amazing. I love it. It's the best. Go buy it now. It's so roomy. What was it like for you when the set was being made? It was awful. <laughs> Hated it so much. There were a lot of pieces, and it hurt my non-existent feet. So if you ever buy the set, remove the minifigure in bag 12 first. Wait a minute. If you don't, never mind. So how do you like your pod and the rocket? I hate it. It's more cramped than the real rocket, and I can't fit in my pod. So if I want to sleep, I have to go three stories down, even though I'm already micro. Um, okay, do you like being on the moon? I guess. What do you like to do on? You know, try to play Go Fish, but it doesn't work because Brick Aldrin does not want to play Go Fish and I forgot to pack checkers, so why did I even come to the moon in the first place? I mean, really, this is all just a bunch of. Oh, Neil, that's enough. Thank you for tuning in to KMA Review. Thanks for listening to Season 1, Episode 1 of A Pot of Whales. Tune in next week for three more amazing segments created by our wonderful Highlands 5th grade students.